What's up guys, it's Ollie from History Profiles and today I will be taking you to Bronze Age Israel to the year 1000 BCE. This is a sad tale of war, sorcery and the awakening of the dead. The Witch of Endor lived in the Kingdom of Saul, the man who united Israel and who was anointed by the prophet Samuel according to religious texts. King Saul's downward spiral would lead him to the Witch of Endor's doorstep, a known medium and necromancer. This is their story. Before I get into the story, I must explain what necromancy is. Now, it is widely believed that there is no way to reawaken the dead. However, in the book of Samuel, we see exactly that, a woman summoning the spirit of a man who was dead. Necromancy, contrary to popular belief, is not just the reanimation of corpses, but a form of astral magic. Now, the astral world is a plane of existence that is believed to be populated by angels, spirits, and other immaterial beings that humans cannot see, due to us being limited by our senses. So necromancy is not only the reanimation of the dead, but also communicating with spirits that are in the astral realm. The most common form of summoning these spirits is through conjuration, which is a method of communicating with the spirits to have them enter the physical world so that humans can interact with them. However, there is a price. Sacrifice is the payment for summoning, and it is said that the payment must involve flesh. Necromancy was outlawed by King Saul in around the year 1000 BCE, under pain of death, so why did he seek out a necromancer? Now, the story begins when the prophet Samuel, the kingmaker, anointed Saul as the king of Israel. Saul was a warrior king and conducted several military campaigns, and wherever he turned, he was victorious slowly uniting Israel. However, during his campaign against the Philistines, an ancient people who lived on the south coast of the Canaan, Samuel said he would arrive in seven days to perform the requisite rites. When a week passed and there was no word, Saul would grow restless and in preparation for battle, would begin offering sacrifices. Samuel arrives just as Saul finishes his sacrifices. He then reprimands him. Saul would go on to win the battle, but as the years pass, Samuel would instruct Saul to make war on the Amalekites, who were enemies of the Israelites. Samuel said to Saul to utterly destroy them, including all of their livestock. He would say, When the Lord, your God, has given you rest from all your enemies on every hand, in the land that the Lord, your God, is giving you as an inheritance to possess, you shall blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. Saul would go to war against the Amalekites and would completely annihilate them, killing all of the men, women and children, but spares their king Agag and the best livestock. When Samuel learns of this, he informs Saul that God has rejected him as king. King Saul dismisses this and turns to leave his presence, but Samuel tears off a piece of his garment and prophesies the kingdom will likewise be torn from Saul. 
Samuel then kills King Agag himself. King Saul and Samuel would never see each other again. After these events, King Saul would be visited by evil spirits frequently, and his dreams would become nightmares. Samuel would soon after die, and all Israel would lament over him, and would bury him in Ramah, his hometown. In the meantime, Saul had removed all the mediums and sorcerers from the land. The army of the Philistines assembled, and they camped at Shunem. King Saul, the warrior king, would muster all of Israel and would camp at Gilboa. But when Saul saw the camp of the Philistines, he was absolutely terrified. So he turned to the Lord God, but the Lord did not answer him, nor by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by the prophets. So Saul, destitute of all resources, would turn to sorcery. He instructed his servants to find him a woman who was a necromancer, so that he may go and inquire of her. His servants replied to him, There is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself as your common man, and left, accompanied by two of his most trusted men. They came to the woman at night, and said, Use your ritual pit to conjure up for me the one who I tell you. But the woman said to him, Look, you are aware of what Saul has done. He has removed the mediums and sorcerers from the land. Why are you trapping me, so you can put me to death? But Saul swore an oath to her by the Lord God. As surely as the Lord lives, you will not incur guilt in this matter. The woman replied, Who is it that I should bring up for you? He said, Bring up for me Samuel. The woman indulged his request, and when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out loudly. The woman then said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. But what have you seen? The woman replied to Saul, I have seen a divine being coming up from the ground. He said to her, What about his appearance? She said, An old man is coming up. He is wrapped in a robe. Then Saul realised it was Samuel, and he bowed his face towards the ground and kneeled down. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul replied, I am terribly troubled. The Philistines are fighting against me, and God has turned away from me. He does not answer me anymore, nor by the prophets, nor by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what I should do. Samuel then said, Why are you asking me? The Lord has turned away from you because he has become your enemy. The Lord has done exactly as I prophesied. The Lord has torn the kingdom from your hand and has given it to your neighbour, David. Since you did not obey the Lord and did not carry out his fierce anger against the Amalekites, the Lord will hand you over to the Philistines tomorrow. Both you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also hand over the army of Israel to the Philistines. Saul quickly fell to the ground and was very afraid because of Samuel's words. Saul would later march into battle, but his army would flee. He asked his armour bearer to kill him, but he refused to, and King Saul would fall upon his own sword. Now, 
Many historians agree that King Saul was the first king of the united Israel, and was very much alive in the year 1000 BCE. So, was the Witch of Endor also a real figure? If so, she would be one of the first documented people capable of awakening the dead. Or this is what it seems. The Bible says a sorcerer, medium or necromancer, or one who inquires with the dead, is an abomination to the Lord. Is this recognition from the Bible that such things are possible? There are many passages in the Bible regarding necromancers and mediums, and all passages say that the practice is evil. Therefore, it can be assumed that during the time of King Saul and before, during the time of widespread idol worship, that there were many practitioners of necromancy, or people trying to commune with the dead. And the Witch of Endor did exactly that. She used her ritual pit to summon the spirit of Samuel. So according to the Bible, the art of mediums, necromancy and fortune tellers are very real. What do you think? Do you think this widespread practice has since gone into the shadows? Do you think the Witch of Endor was real? And do you really think she summoned the spirit of Samuel and that necromancy and the awakening of the dead is possible? Let me know what you think in the comments sections down below. If you enjoyed the video, make sure to like and subscribe, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.